Hello and welcome back to Really Good Appears, where we chat about and discuss all sorts of movies. My name is Gary O'Brien, and with me today is David Scanlon, as we talk about some of the latest releases from the month of February 2022. Stick around, we hope you enjoy. So who's this for, Gary? This is for, it's for me. I was just... Uh, what I'd like people to do if you are listening to this I I feel this is the best time to do because people will definitely get you the first two minutes yeah people will definitely get you the first two minutes I know actually sorry that's the other thing I meant to ask what what was the listenership like sorry what was the listenership like for the first episode ever no no this this first it's on par to everything else it's just a core it's a core listenership give me some numbers Gary I can't give some numbers okay fair (laughs) because if I giving you numbers you just won't do it anymore no no okay fair enough Okay, so if you are listening to this, yeah, just get back to us. See what you like. Just let us know. Do you do you like this format of us letting us yeah. letting you know what's in cinema? Because David's not going to do it again unless it's like a go full. Oh no, no, like I, a- I absolutely enjoy doing it, but like I prefer to know who my audience is. I yeah. prefer to be like. It's weird because like literally yesterday I, I met someone who I didn't even know listened to this, and they're like, "Oh my god, listen!" I was like, "What do you do? What do you do? Like you listen to this?" I'm like, I'm pretty sure the only people listen to is me, <laughs> you, and four other people I know. I know the numbers say otherwise, but I just think it's all of us listening again. It scares me to know other yeah. people hear this. Okay, but, but that's what I... Like, if there's any way you can get onto us, let us know what you think. Yeah, you. I'll, I'll put a question in the Spotify. Or even just on the Instagram. Instagram? So reply to the, the stories on Instagram, you know. Yeah, yeah, reply to the story. Reply to the story. David needs validation. And it's not like I want to know. I just like... I prefer to know my audience. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Okay. You want to connect with your audience. Yeah. Unlike some of the movies we saw this 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 month, yeah, David. Absolutely, I think this was a terrible month. <laughs> um, like you're definitely right, <laughs> but I won't go any further. Yeah. yeah so we're, um, timestamps in the description if you want yeah. to jump around. We actually didn't manage to spoil anything last time. That's good. Um, There's no need for that now. <laughs> uh, so I don't think we th- we'll try not to spoil anything again. But again, if you just want to not hear anything about a movie, um, there just is the time cones. Uh, time cones. Time codes. Um, yeah, and the movies we're going to talk about are in the description, but. We'll go through them as we... Yeah, so it's everything we saw in the month of February, either released at, on cinemas or at home. Yeah, new to 2022. New to 2022. Um, so is there anyone you want to kick us off on, Mr. Scanlon? So the first one... Oh, actually, sorry. I'm going to cut you off immediately. I do this thing. I, ask, we, I have to do the results of the poll. Oh, sorry. So last on. last month uh, in the Spotify poll, there's a, there's another poll as well. If, you, if you're listening on Spotify on the app, you can see there's a poll in question. The question will be about the, any, any notes on the show. And then the poll is going to be what you're excited for for March. So I will get that list for the end of the episode, but you can see it now. But last month we ran one and let me actually just get the full list because I don't think we saw all of them. Okay. Um, but there was one clear winner. Oh, wait, sorry. We didn't see all the movies that were in the list. No, yeah, in the list. Oh, okay. In the okay. end. We okay. just saw... Hold on. Um, yeah, so we had a list of Moonfall, Jackass, Eyes of Tammy Faye, Death in the Nile, Uncharted, Cyrano, and The Batman March 2022. <laughs> yeah. And I can tell you that the most anticipated movie of our audience... The most the movie that our audience most anticipated was The Batman March 2022. Yeah, well, that's correct. That's the correct um, answer. But the only other one that came in was Death in the Nile. And that yeah. got a vote. That's 25% of the vote. So, we start with that? Yeah, or? I think that's a good place to start. It's not a good movie. So, this is... this we, We've had this conversation. Um, there's a difference between movies being just objectively bad and there's movies that are standard, but like boringly bland standard movies. Yeah. And... I think it's been it's it's been uh, something that Hollywood has just been reading out year after year is these just standard movies, yeah. 
and I feel like Death on the Nile just fits into that perfectly. It's not, it's serviceable. Yeah, yeah, It's so serviceable. But it's mad that, like, so last month we saw Belfast, which is also directed by Kenneth Branagh, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's mad to just see two movies that, like, it's so weird to see two movies of a director that are vastly different in terms of quality. Like, Belfast has such a clear vision of what it wants to try and be, whereas this is kind of all over the place. Oh, yeah. Um, Both in acting, directing, and definitely uh, CGI visual effects. Yeah. Um, But... So like I, I I someone I was talking to apparently their parents loved it so like I can kind of I could oh, no it's not a good movie <laughs> no and w- the way I would fix this movie just personally would be start with the murder yeah because like like the when the, the death mur- on the night when, start with the death when when the murder does happen I feel like it actually ramps up a bit but up until that point like an error in yeah that's not a spoiler if there's a murder <laughs> I was gonna I was yeah. thinking in my head but up until that point it's so slow. You're you're just waiting for that point. There's, um, there's different things kind of happening. There's different characters coming in and out and in and out, and you're being introduced to them, and you're just waiting for that point yeah. to come in the movie. And it's like an hour in. Yeah. And once once the murder does happen, I feel like it does ramp up a bit. But even when the murder does happen, you don't get the same type of insight into Poirot's methods yeah. like you would in a Sherlock series. Even the Sherlock Holmes movies, I'm trying to think of another, Knives Out. Oh, yes. Like, movies of that standard of, like, you see a detective working things out. Like, when the murder, even when the murders do do start happening, you you still, you can see he's figuring it out, but you're not being taken along for the ride. But, um, and you, you said it to me, Jake, in the movie, the most egregious thing in this movie is, obviously there's so many characters you have to introduce, They're, they do it within the space of 30 seconds, Yeah, yeah. and it's That's, one character who just introduces yeah. every single It's character. like, hi, I'm Mr. Script Man, and oh, let me yeah. tell you all the backstories yeah. of these people. This is why this person wants to kill her, this is why this yeah. person wants to kill her, this is why this it's person like, wants to kill her. I've never introduced that at a party. Imagine no. me being like, that's that's David over there. David was, <laughs> David, yeah. like, David once had a, like, you know, once scammed money out of the whole, that's a weird way to and introduce it's, people. And as you, you said it to me, this is like, it's just so lazy. Yeah. And it's like, I refuse to believe that um, Kenneth Branagh wrote Belfast. Uh, yeah. I refuse to believe he had anything to do with this script if that was, you know, in, in his in his. I script, don't think like, he did. I got to look up with someone who did the, uh, someone who did the scripts. It was all over the place when we looked it up. Yeah. Um, but it, it like, it's... Agatha Christie? Like, what does she even write these days? <laughs> Such a lazy writer. <laughs> oh, she's dead. <laughs> oh, she's been dead for a while. <laughs> but, um, and like, I, I understand where you're coming from. The whole parents may like it because it's... It's it's an adventure. It's a yeah. trip to the cinema. It's uh But like, I, I feel like, go back and see Belfast again or go see... Nice out. Yeah, go see something. Like, some, there's definitely something better on Netflix or Amazon or something because it's yeah. just... So this guy wrote... Um, oh, you were telling me that yeah, he wrote, yeah. he has a re- weird range. Yeah, of... so he did like Smallville, Heroes, Green Lantern, that one, uh, <laughs> Logan, Alien Covenant, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Murder on the Orient Express, The Call of the Wild. That's Harrison so Ford's making th- friends. So you're telling me this guy is bipolar? And um, yeah. <laughs> he's got some sort of schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. Oh, Jungle Cruise, <laughs> American Gods. Yeah, I don't know. He just strikes me as someone that Hollywood just be like, hey, we need a script for this. Write, write up something rather yeah. than being like a because like I mean Logan and Blade Runner 2049 mm-hmm. do not seem like the same person that did like what was it Alien Covenant and yeah. Yeah, Green Jung- Lantern. Jungle Cruise Green Lantern so um, cast were fine he did two movies in Sorry, the spe- he did 2021 and 2022 
Yeah, Jungle Cruise and Death in the Nile. Do you reckon he was just seeking... He just wanted to go on a boat. Aquatic <laughs> scripts. He was like, I want his next one, Gotham. Bet you'll be on a boat. <laughs> he just wants to go like, on yeah, a boat. Yeah, he's a boat. Um, he's like, has anyone done Titanic yet? Yeah, exactly. What a, I want to do Jaws. <laughs> I want to do a remake of Jaws. I want to do an origin story from the boat from Jaws. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, like, I, and like, I, as I was saying, like, the cast were, were fine. There was no one that I was like... Kenneth Branagh was pretty good. Kenneth Branagh was, was good, but again, like... I, that was serviceable. I like the I like the other guy like uh, uh, Carl's friend book yeah he was he was cool but like they they've just brought in some big name actors and I'd say their idea was just like let's get just big names on posters so people get on board with this yeah stuff. and like they got like Don French and um the other one I, I can't remember her name her yeah um to play non comedic roles yeah like, what's, what's the point? what's the point yeah um, so yeah it just seems a bit miscast poorly written yeah it's bad CGI in it. The CGI was horrendous mm. at points, and mm. like, and again, that's another thing that I, I will, I will excuse movies that are like relatively independent movies yeah, yeah. or like you know from from small studios. But when you are a big budget studio movie, that's you know, been on the shelf for two years. Yeah, like you have absolutely no excuses to put out like disgraceful CGI, like the pyramid scene. If anyone has seen it, you know what I'm talking about, mm. which looked like it was on the same stage. And I'll get to another movie later on where. I think it's the direct opposite of this of like a lot of it was done on location yeah. and that's why I give props to movies like that because it looks like you've actually taken the time to pick out locations and say this is where we're going to and, and I can imagine as an actor you're like oh I'm actually in a jungle or I'm actually in yeah. Egypt or whatever it is I can actually act properly whereas when you're on a sound stage or a green screen or whatever it is um, I, I feel like it's so much more difficult and we, we've seen that in movies previously like Star Wars and um, I know Ian McKellen came out after the Hobbit movies and stuff like that. He just couldn't, under, he couldn't yeah. get around or whatever. Um, really funny you mentioned it though, because there's another movie, I don't know if we're talking about the same movie, okay, yeah. but I watched the director discuss his thoughts on CGI versus what he previously did in his last work. Really interesting. We'll get to it. Um, okay. So just remind me to come back to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, should people go out and see Death in the Night? No. Yeah, that's fair. I would read a book. Read the book. Read the book, or watch the original. I don't know. I haven't seen the original, but I assume it's better. Yeah, it'd have to be surely. Yeah, um, yeah. Like it's it's, and I I just think it's the worst form of Hollywood. It's just like getting big names. It's like a stunt movie. Yeah, getting get, do this the cheapest way possible, the quickest kind of or cheapest quickest way possible yeah. and just get it out there. And they they're obviously thinking like people will go out and see this. And and look to be fair, like when we went to see it, the the place was packed like yeah. and it, like there seems to be getting a lot of screenings out there and I'd say again the other thing is this is probably the first big budget movie post Spider-Man uh, yeah or the first kind of studio movie post Spider-Man so again I think they're probably thinking like Spider-Man's in for six weeks coming off that you know this is the first one we might get some sort of a backlash off that in terms of like people coming back to the cinema but no I would watch something else watch Knives Out watch Sherlock Holmes movie watch some sort of other detective series because there's watch Prisoners like Prisoners is a good detective movie so yeah it's it's and again it's it's not like it's it's terrible we'll talk about terrible movies but again it's just so serviceable and so bland yeah well okay let's let's try and elaborate yeah. a little bit go for it what was good that, what was good in this month I'm looking at the list I don't know where to go <laughs> Uh, do you want to go to Uncharted? Yeah, let's go Uncharted. Okay, because I like I've I've 
I've watched a lot of reviews about Uncharted. I haven't watched any because okay. I I feel like they're going to disagree with me. Well, this is this is it, and like I I think there's there's two I think there's two camps. There's people that have played the games and like religiously yeah. love the games, and there are some people who are like, yeah, look, that's you know Tom Holland isn't my Nathan Drake, but I still enjoy it, or I still you know can understand. Yeah. It. And there's people that are like, no, this is a disgrace. This is this is ruining my yeah. you know I'm gonna say childhood, but like it's not really childhood. Yeah. Um, you have to be like 15 to play the game. Um. The, the thing I love, I enjoy most about this movie is, as I said, location. Like, it looks like they've actually put so much effort into this. Yeah. Um, it's, I, w- I won't say it's, like, great. No. But I definitely think it plays into our demographic of, like, we like we love an Indiana Jones. We love a National Treasure. You know, those type yeah. of adventure movies. Yeah. Going, you know, searching out treasure. So, I do think we're a little bit biased or prejudiced in that sense. But, look, I mean, I came out of that thinking, like, yeah, look, maybe like people who like comic book movies or like um, adventure movies will will enjoy this. But you said to me, you're like, no, I could recommend that to anyone. I think so. Yeah, like and, and like it's funny because, yeah, like he's nothing like he is in the game. Yeah, and I wasn't expecting that. I guess I, mm. I didn't. I didn't go into it like looking for that comparison. To be honest, it's been so long since I kind of played the games. But it's funny because um, someone was talking about. I can't remember. It's like um, you know James Gunn who did the Suicide Squad. Yeah. And he has that show Peacemaker. I'm trying to get you to watch. I'm getting to it. Um, in the sense that the version that John Cena plays of Peacemaker is nothing like yeah. the comic book. But it's because it's a character nobody gives a shit about. Yeah. He can do whatever the fuck he wants with it. Exactly, which is why yeah. he did Suicide Squad, which is why he did Guardians. So it's weird. So I think when you have a character that so many people have such a love for, um, that, you know, if you change anything about that, it's... Yeah. Um, but like, and another thing as well is like, I don't think Tom Holland is particularly miscast. I think, no. like, if they want him to be, like, the, the, the Nathan Drake in the games, I think he's poorly cast. Same with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. But I honestly think what makes this movie so good at times is the actual stunt work from Tom Holland. Absolutely, And yeah. just how physical he is and how clear to, that it's him doing yeah. these stunts. And I don't think there's many actors in Hollywood that aren't called Tom that would do that level of stunt work. Well, that, that's the other thing I heard is people are like, look... Tom Tom Cruise is getting to the age where we won't be able to do this anymore. Tom Holland is taking yeah. his place almost. Um, and again, I can understand. I don't know if you've seen that stuff about Tom Holland once and taking a step back from acting. Yeah, I can totally understand where he's coming from because he. I don't think he wants to get kind of stereotype cast into that, um, into that kind of area. But yeah, as you say, and I think the one thing I found with this movie is that sort of could have so easily happened was okay. We have these three action set pieces, then all we need to do is just go from one to one to the other. Whereas I feel like there was actually a, an okay narrative between yeah. the, between the, the, the action set pieces. Now I'm not saying it's spectacular, but it was enjoyable. Yeah. And Fun romp. the, the biggest thing was the fact that we saw this the day after that's an, the death on the Nile. Mm-hmm. And it was such a contrast yeah. to like, it was so much more enjoyable to watch than death on the Nile, which is just so bland. And again, it's, it's not like this movie is spectacular. It's just a case of it's so such a contrast between the two. Yeah. And again, like I said, say it again. If you like a, a national treasure, if you like a, an Indiana Jones type movie, this is the one for you. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna say you know rush out to the cinema and go see it. Oh, it's a perfect Netflix movie. But just something to watch on the weekend. But definitely of the of the movies we've seen, this is the one I would go see in the cinema. Yes. Very in true. this month. Um, if you if you want to go out to see something and and again it, like anyone could see this, I think as you said. And enjoy it. Mm. Um, like there's go- jokes 
the the cast seemed to you know uh, bounce off each other quite yeah. well. Like you one Chloe, who plays Chloe and the two lads Wahlberg and Tom Holland play off each other quite well. The mystery it's it's nothing sensational, and yeah. the, and the villains aren't anything kind of. There is one villain. I yeah. won't give it away too much, but like who's very interesting. And yeah. Quite like I quite interested what that person does next in terms of like action movies because mm. I thought they were quite. They really held their own against yeah. established, established names. Names, yeah, exactly. Um, but no, like, like, like I said, it's 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 an enjoyable one if you like that type of movie. Um, yeah, look, and, and the one thing I did like about this is they started with the scene from the, the, tra- the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I had only watched one or two trailers and I'd just seen that scene so many so many yeah. times. I was like, oh, you know, you're gonna be Can't waiting for this they, to come. Yeah. But like, I think they did that really, really well again because it splits between the two. Yeah. You see it first time from. Nathan Drake's point of view and then you see it later on in the movie from someone else's point of view I think that was a really good way of doing it because I think they could have so easily just like let's put this in the trailer put it in all the marketing you know get it out there and show people that you know oh we did this big stunt but I think there was a little bit more thought put into it yeah Um, but it's also that's what happens in the games as well yeah yeah. it tends to open on the big set piece of Nathan Drake just like hanging off a cliff or missing yeah. an eyeball or just not having any legs it's like <laughs> how did Nathan Drake that's me there yeah. I bet you're wondering how I ended up like yeah. this yeah um, but what the other thing I could say is I think it was a good idea casting Nathan Drake and Sully Young yeah because I know it's done well in cinemas like box office wise so they, they could play these characters for yeah. another 10-15 years although like between Tom Holland playing Nathan Drake and Spider-Man he's going to be worn out yeah that, and that's be, what I'm he's saying he's going to be brittle bones yeah exactly um, now look I mean I'm oh, sure please, sir, can I have a bit of a rest while we like I can't do any more jumps and flips. <laughs> like I'm sure he you know after every movie he's like no I'm not doing another and then they just go we'll give you 15 Here's million dollars <laughs> Oh my! Oh my! Mark Wahlberg, hey, hey, come on, you come back to another. Hey, we'll go back to another. Hey, 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 come on, man! You gotta tell me if you're a Spider-Man, all right? Are you Spider-Man? You, a Spider-Man? you, fu- you a fucking Spider-Man? You a superhero? You a fucking superhero? I swear to God, you gotta fucking tell me. Uh, right, that's that. Those those accents done. I'm done with them. My point to the So did get those. Is there any? Uh, I feel like there's something that Antonio Banderas was in. It. Yeah, these guys. Bla- I think it's. It was Grant. Between that and the Hitman's Bodyguard's wife, I'm just like, yeah. Just... Oh, sorry. The other thing I liked about this movie is I had been to Barcelona, Barcelona. recently in a Barcelona, oh, and they they went they go to Barcelona in this, and they actually go to Barcelona, yeah. which is good. Oh yeah. Uh, so I saw places. I was like, oh, I was there. <laughs> I've been there. That's a real place. Basically, um, Drake. But yeah, I think this will be on Disney Plus, won't it? Or no, it's Sony, so it'll go oh, to Netflix. Netflix. Okay, yeah. so it'll be Should on Netflix. Be. Give no, it a look yeah, if you yeah. if you like those type of movies. Um, or, or again, if you're looking for something to see in the cinemas before Batman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you want to just get... Before you see Batman every weekend. Yeah, exactly, March. yeah. Um, oh, by the way, if anyone's wondering, we did book that midnight screening. David got his wish. <laughs> that was such a bad idea. <laughs> Can't wait. But I will say, side tangent, I now have a themed t-shirt for both of our midnight screenings. Oh, great stuff. <laughs> um, that's Uncharted. Yeah, go see it. Yeah. Um, right, what well, we can talk about? I, it, we're funny. We're going in the order that I had this. Yeah, go for it. Intentionally. Yeah. Um, speaking of movies that you that shot on location, Moonfall <laughs> didn't because uh, they didn't go to the moon. Um, we saw Moonfall. I can't describe how, how that experience was. It was it was 
It's it's directed by Roland Emmerich, who did like Independence Day, twenty twelve, Godzilla. Godzilla, the bad the one. Bad one. <laughs> um, I said Independence Day, Stargate, Independence uh, Day, f- Resurgence, two, wasn't it? Uh, um, Aliens are back again. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's it's it's. It's very well. It's the, the the story's trash. It's 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 style over substance, I guess. In a lot of in a lot of sen- in a lot of ways, um, it's a beautiful looking movie. The destruction's great. I love the destruction. I think it's yeah, fantastic. Okay, I think it's yeah. really really cool. And that's the director I was talking about earlier, where he yeah. he's doing that one of those things where he breaks it breaks down scenes and he talks about. You look at some of the stuff he was doing for Independence Day and Stargate, and how a lot of it was so practical. So it's interesting to see him go so digital now and he's like, yeah. oh, he was like, oh, I'd shoot everything CGI if I could. I just think I can make everything so much bigger if I okay. do a green screen. He goes, it's just, it just allows me to be able to, you know, as much as it is nice to be able to do practical, but the movies I don't want to make, I need to, you know, I need to be able to blow it up. I need to have a big, yeah. big worthy to be on the big screen, which I thought was quite interesting because, you know, we're always like on location, location, but like, hey, you can't go. No, to, you can't, can't go no, to, you can't, can't do that forever. can't go to the moon, yeah, David. You Something's can't do so that stupid. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> can't um, go to space. But, um, and yeah, so like, but like, it's great because he talks about how CGI has evolved as well. And how he's like, oh, I wouldn't be able to make this movie without Scanline. And there are these people who do a lot of water simulations. Oh, that's so. my, that's my company. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Scanline. Oh, well done. Very, very popular. Um, but yeah, so I guess like, yes. And, but like in terms of the story, it's garbage. It is yeah. hot. Like there's just such, like it's so many ha- like head and hands moments throughout it. But like, what's unfortunate is it just it has this legitimacy because of the actors in it as well. It's got Halle yeah. Berry, Luke, uh, Patrick Wilson, uh, uh, Donald Sutherland, Sutherland yeah. Michael Pena, who I we will get to his character. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just like so. It's a bit, yeah. It's I don't know how I feel. I reckon there's some people who love it. Well, that's it. Like there are some people who just love trash movies. Yeah, and I can like and again. I, what I will say is we had a great time at the cinema. Yeah, and and I feel like everyone who was there had a great time like there was people just laughing away and again this is this is where I come back to that argument of something that is so overly bland like this objectively this movie is worse than Death on the Nile but this is way more memorable and it was way more fun to watch It, it it achieves what it's going for better yeah it's not they're not he's not looking to make a yeah a highbrow like movie of with yeah. serious characters but like the moon's falling to earth yeah that's yeah. <laughs> start with that like yeah. he succeeded yeah and I, it, it like there and I feel like the other thing with this movie is I feel like they had two scripts and they just mm, mashed them together yeah yeah, yeah that's right um, and I like we try not to give too much away no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what it is but I think what he was thinking was I've got two scripts I can make two movies or you can yeah, give me the budget for one, one big yeah. movie and I'll stick them together. Um, but it's it's silly, it's stupid, but like I just... And I, I, just had, I just had a great time. Yeah. There's a character called Gary. Yeah. There's, and, and we just... I, <laughs> and there's a line that's said to this character and David just reacted louder than I've ever seen anyone react to the cinema. I think I, I won't laugh as, as much as I laughed at that point yeah, in, in, a, in a movie but and I do what, the other thing I will say is I don't like actors joining projects like this to legitimise it because I feel like you're catching yeah. some people like say people who are fans of the Conjuring movies or people who are like Halle Berry fans or Game, Game of Thrones your man John Bradley's in it or the Hunger Games of Donald Sutherland <laughs> yeah. or people who drive Lexuses <laughs> that's the other thing we'll get to is um, but yeah like it, it does legitimise it because like, I feel like if these movies are trash 
just get trash actors to do them. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but but I will say the acting's pretty good. Like, it, like some of the moments are. Like yeah, stuff, I wouldn't say of... like the three main characters. I don't think any of them are terrible. Oh. Um, Michael Pena's poor. <laughs> I just yeah. don't know why he's there. He is. Yeah, so his character is Lexus salesman. Yeah, and that's it. And they just keep showing off the Adver- advertising. Shiny new Lexus. <laughs> yeah, and that's and again that's the other thing. Is that funny? Like is, Why would you cast him in a yeah. non-funny role? Yeah, um, for this type of movie. That that really stood out as well. The Lexus product placement. It's and I again I can understand. I'd say Roland Emmerich's probably just like yeah, look, they gave me five ten million dollars to yeah. add that in to fund yeah. my movie, and he's you know I don't think he's going to regret it. But again, it's it's just very very uh blatant yeah um but again this is probably the place to do it like yeah you wouldn't expect to see on death yeah exactly and i'm i i don't like to be like you know i'm not i'm not gonna recommend people see this don't waste your money unless you love those movies no even so i'd say netflix oh yeah don't go see it yeah Yeah, yeah. no don't waste your money go and see it uh wait till it's on it'll be on netflix yeah um but it was a good time to watch. Yeah. It was a good, fun time to watch, I would say. Yeah, I thought they, another thing I thought they missed there, Dan, was they didn't do a lot of moon puns. I wanted some moon puns. Yeah. I wanted like, oh, I love it to the moon and back. Oh, it's funny because the moon's getting closer. Mm. Um, I also thought it was a phenomenal chance for Van Morrison to up his up his coverage <laughs> up this his year. Coverage, yeah. Moon dance. Yeah. yeah. I, he should have done like a, oh, a Van Morrison, James Bond style yeah. moonfall intro. Well, it's a wonderful night oh, for a moonfall. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's Don't that? Know why that was Morgan Freeman? What's that? What's that Italian song? Yo, when the, the moon, moon hits the earth, <laughs> like a big moon hitting the earth. Actually, the other thing I will say is a moonfall. There was some cool things of where the moon gets closer to the and earth. The gravity changes. And the gravity yeah. changes. There was cool things like that, um, because the gravity waves. Yeah, I d- it didn't make sense again scientifically wise. Like I think um, scientifically wise, that's, you, a, good, you know that's I mean? a good. That's what's a good. Those are good words. What's that guy's name? Um, this uh, famous scientist. Oh, the prick. I hate him. Uh, Neil deGrasse. Neil deGrasse. He would have hated hate this. I, I, just can I do a bit of a tangent on him? Yeah. Just sure. Stop taking the fun out of everything. Yeah, because I just have, have a yeah. bit of fun, would you? Yeah. I know he's there in his weird wacky ties. Maybe yeah. you're like actually, you wouldn't. Find. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. He's like, we're all gonna die, and the Earth's gonna. I'm just like, just, I'm just. We're all going to die eventually yeah, anyway. So. fun, would you? My yeah. God. Anyway. Um, but Sorry, Neil. Yeah, that was a I know you're just, know you're just trying to do your job, but like, <laughs> I'm here to hold you, Kim. Ah, oh, well, no, hold on a minute. That's not his job. Yeah, that's true. He's just, he's like, he's, and I, I feel like, yeah, look, that you've, you've a presence. When was the last time he published anything? I, pu- I read his book. I read one of his books. No, I meant like a scientific paper. Oh, I don't know, yeah. yeah he's, too, he's too much of a celebrity these days. He is too much of a He's on Fallon. Yeah, he's really... Oh no, sorry, that's a different movie. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> um, but Moonfall. Moonfall. Um, yeah, wait for it to yeah. go on Netflix if you really want to watch it, but don't don't waste your money. Yeah. It's it's garbage. But good garbage. So wouldn't, they, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the worst, worst movie of the year. Uh, I can't think of anything. Death and worse. Death and Nas worst movie. Okay, that's fair. I would, I, would say it's wor- I would say it's worse, but I think objectively Moonfall is the worst movie. That's what you're going for. Yeah. Like, what, Subjectively, like, I yeah. would say Moonfall is better. That I think my worst movie of the year is... It's surely not Moonfall. I think it's Death in the Nile. What you give? One? Death in the Nile? Yeah. I might give it two. Maybe two and a half. I don't yeah. know what to give. I can't remember. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, no. Uh, no, Moonfall's the lowest. Yeah. <laughs> no, I still think... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to change some of this. Um, okay, but yeah, this was interesting. So this month... 
you went to see a load of shit without me. Yeah. I'm airing that grievance right now. Apologies. Um, no, you saw me because I didn't shit about it. So yeah. it was great because uh, you were able to go see it and I was like, oh, that looks average, according to David. I yeah. just won't bother. I'll, sit, I'll wait for it to come out. So yeah, you saw a good few. So I had kind of, I guess, besides the one I actually ended up did watching, I guess out of those other four was this. So what I was going to say is that one we watched most recently I'll leave that to the end because mm. I, I think we want to leave on a, on a good yeah, note yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah the oh, two God, no. God what I have to say yeah, exactly um, the two I went to see without you were Marry Me just two David was it two it was three was it no four it wasn't four it was four yeah it couldn't have been four I have them in front of me David so there's Marry Me yeah do you want to start with that man you've seen them You're yeah I know but do you, what do you want to hear me talk I want to about? hear you say you're sorry for going okay. to the cinema, yes. Um, you saw Jackass, Marry Me, Dog, and Parallel Mothers. Oh, fuck yeah, I did. Yeah. I forgot about those first two. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll go through it chronologically. So, Jackass. Yeah. Um. So, the, the thing is, this isn't a movie. Yeah. It's like a documentary about these group of friends that are just doing stupid shit. Yeah. Now, personally, it's not my type of comedy, but I can understand people who do enjoy it, or can understand where people are coming from where they enjoy it mm. um, you're coming across quite pretentious now Dave between this no, and you're like it's not my type of movie well, that's it it's not it's maybe yeah, you're it's, the jackass yeah maybe I am the jackass I'm the asshole <laughs> um, but the, the thing I did enjoy about it is sorry I'm trying to switch the thing because <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just like <laughs> David was the jackass for all along <laughs> or jackass forever <laughs> David will be a jackass forever um, the, the thing I did enjoy about it is the camaraderie between the guys. Yeah. I don't know if you've, you've seen the first... I seen the first one I fucking hated it. Yeah. Um, so I guess I, the reason why I was intrigued because this got really good reviews. This is like yeah. 94% Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, which I was... Like, I know Rotten Tomatoes isn't perfect yeah. but I'm like, that is an impressively high score for what I imagine yeah. would be like critically panned. Mm. Um, so I watched the first thing because I'm like, what, like... Get a vibe for it. What if I'm, not, what if I'm missing out and stuff? Yeah. What, it's like Avengers. I don't yeah. have to watch all the other ones. Exactly, yeah. Um, and I'd say there is an extent to that with some of the some of the pranks or whatever the fuck you call them. The stunts. There is callbacks, I will say that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the first one is just unwatchable, unwatchable because like, I don't know, it came out in season, season two maybe, yeah. 20 years ago. And... Um, it's just like, it's like, it's it's not even like cre- creative, which is what I was kind of, I, I kind of see, I guess of all the jackass stunts throughout the years, the ones I'd always seen would like yeah. the creative ones, the ones that are just like, a very inventive, stupid, yeah. but inventively stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this was just like, hey, we have one of these mus- muscle, like vibrant, you know, things for shocking yeah. muscles. And like, what if we just put it on our dicks? Yeah. That's it. Like, yeah. there's no payoff. It's just, yeah, we're doing that on our dicks. Well, that's, it's the same in this. Like, yeah. But, so... There's two types of stunts they do. They do ones which are just like completely and utterly ridiculously stupid. Yeah. So like one guy has a cup, uh, like a cup around his dick and gets punched or gets hit mm. by several... Pretty good though. Several, <laughs> several sports people or like different people. Which, okay, I get where you're coming from. Like, yeah. you know. But I suppose the other thing is there's ones where it's like, we're going to try and do this thing that only a certain amount of people can do and see if we're able to do it yeah. and I like those ones or yeah. like ones where it's like there's one where they get shot in, shot out of a cannon into a lake and I think like I would do that I think it looks fun yeah. but like, there's other ones I'm like what are you doing like yeah. there's a guy where he gets he gets semen poured over him I'm I like, don't know that's pretty funny it's not funny like, I don't know Um. so yeah it's and it's just the type of thing where it's like I would watch this on YouTube like yeah, if it yeah. came if it popped up and you seen it on if YouTube it was a TikTok channel yeah exactly 
it's not a movie. And I don't think it should have been in cinemas. I can understand why, say, Omniplex or um, put it in the cinema, but it's not a movie. Um, so, and then the other thing is that um, there is a, a very kind of, I won't say pretentious, he's very kind of, um, what would you say? Jackass. He's a jackass. <laughs> no, Mark Kermode, he's on the BBC and he's uh, very kind of like uppity uppity. Not, just not like, he just he sees a lot of movies so he understands what's good and what's bad. Yeah. And I, went, I watched his review afterwards and I was waiting for him to like rip this movie apart, yeah. you know. But he came out with something really, really kind of out of the blue. It was like, he was saying in, he mentioned the thing about the camaraderie between the, the characters in it or the, the crew but he also said in in a industry like Hollywood where female objectification is so prevalent that it was so nice to see the opposite happen. All right. Where like men are just objectifying their bodies to these ridiculous things. Yeah. And there is like the, the other thing is there's there's one girl a part of the crew okay. and she doesn't do anything that's like get her tits out or yeah. get anything out which I thought was really good but she's like again part of the part of the crew and she's one of the yeah, lads yeah, yeah. doing like stupid shit yeah. um, there's one where she has to like lick a, ta- a taser and that was pretty funny and like these are bad these are bad stuff. yeah <laughs> and again so what I would say is don't go out and see it if you really do like jackass stuff wait for it to pop up on YouTube wait for it to come on Netflix or something like that um, it's just not my type of thing I can like people were laughing in the cinema and I'd say it's the type of thing go with go with a group of mates and just like you know if you want to get pissed maybe that's yeah. probably the type of thing you yeah. watch it when you're drunk as uh, our friend Jeremy Johns would say um, yeah it's it's just not my type of thing yeah. I didn't enjoy it the only thing I have to ask yeah we're doing Jackass well what are we doing first I think I think see this is the thing I feel like your Jackass would be too tame David I feel like you'd be all like look at me I'm gonna do this wild stunt I'm gonna get a a full eight hour sleep <laughs> and not drink for a week <laughs> I can be like, ah, oh, I can't do that. What a mad bastard. <laughs> um, no, because like I said, I would prefer to do something where it's like, this is a feat that certain people can do. Yeah. Let's try and do that. Like, yeah. That's right, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> run a 5K under... <laughs> or no, you know, it's cross the um, the twin... T- or not that, no, not the twin towers, but cross the thing. What's your man who did the, the walking... Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> yeah. Do stuff like that. But again, within safety parameters, you're not yeah. going to die. Like, yeah. um, So stuff like that. I, yeah. Adventure stuff. But yeah, yeah it's yeah. just... I, 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 I don't want to get hit in the dick. Oh, that just feels like... Oh, oh, that's a list I had. It was all uh, to do with different, various ways to hit you yeah. with the dick. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm down to just... Down to, oh, you already vetoed the semen idea. Oh, no, I'm left with nothing here. <laughs> um, also, but, there is a bit uh, in it that it really it it looks poorly because they use animals in a very uh, dodgy way yeah. and I can understand like the end at the end of the day they do have a PSA that you know all the animals yeah. are, are you know are okay but I, it just didn't sit right with me as well so yeah. I just um yeah if you're if you're a little bit kind of wary about that maybe don't watch it yeah that's fair um speaking of animals yeah you want to see dog yeah so what's dog about so um there. There's a soldier, Chang Tatum. He's come back from war in, you know, enter, insert um, Middle Eastern country. Um, and he has like a lot of brain injuries and stuff. Like he's, he's he he was in some sort of explosion. It's kind of vague. Um, so he's not cleared to return to any conflict or whatever. Um, 
and he was part of this crew who one of them had a dog as, as part of the crew like a dog would search out say um enemies and you know attack them or whatever um and the dog's handler pass away um well it doesn't pass away sorry he he ends up in a car crash oh, okay. and um and so the idea is that the family of the the handler wants him to bring the dog from Oregon down to Arizona where the funeral is so um Channing Tatum finds the only way for him to get back into the game of you know with the army uh, is if he can complete this task bring the bring the dog down the other thing is um that after the funeral uh, he's told that the dog's going to be brought in and put down so um what I would say is it's a sweet movie it's it's nice it's enjoyable uh, kind of family friendly fun I do think they they had a really good premise with the whole kind of PTSD uh, people coming back from war mm-hmm. the whole a- allegory of you know you have this dog who who committed his life to say the, the US Army or whatever and now he's just being put down and it's almost a mirror image of like say Channing Tatum yeah. or you know other, other characters in the movie who were um, say army veterans or whatever mm-hmm. Um unfortunately it's just a little bit stupid at times there's these weird character interactions so he, he's for, he goes from Oregon to Arizona and he stops off in different cities so he stops off in Portland stops off in San Francisco stops off in LA and it's a weird way I don't know I feel like he went the long way around yeah. but I, again it's, it's it's kind of a road trip movie um, some weird character interactions so he meets these kind of um, spiritualists at the start and stuff like that and it kind of and then he, he ends up in a, a weed farm and he meets these nice kind of farmers and stuff um so like i would have liked to them to have taken things a little bit more seriously with on the kind of ptsd veteran side um it's it's very kind of vague at times that like what kind of injuries he has um but it is a nice movie it's sweet Mm. i wouldn't say it's anything groundbreaking it's the type of you know you've seen it before in different kind of animal movies like you know a dog's purpose or whatever it is whatever animals movies you've seen um, Channing Tatum does a good job he's kind of sweet and charismatic the yeah, dog is stripping in this movie is he, he doesn't strip what I, did, I think he only has a couple of topless scenes um, Channing Tatum that's what I say that's a hot take Gary O'Brien it's predictable as well you know what's going to happen in the end but again like it's nothing groundbreaking but I would have liked to have seen them just do a little bit more on that kind of um, yeah that's fair um, but it's, it's a nice movie yeah. it's the type of thing that comes out early in the in the year that's just yes, like it'll come to Netflix if people watch yeah, it yeah uh, he's got a big year coming up he's got another good movie coming out with Sandra Bullock yeah it's Lost City The Lost City I'm really yeah, looking forward to that, forward to that um, yeah. but so this, this I think has been on the shelf for a while I think it's like a 2020 yeah, movie um, but yeah a nice movie what I would say is if you have if you enjoy if you if you, if you have a dog if you enjoy uh, dogs um, go out and see it like again it's I think it's less than two hours it might be 100 an hour or 40 yeah. Hundred minutes. Um, I don't think it's a, like I said. It's it's that kind of thing of, yeah, a road trip buddy cop or buddy movie, whatever. Yeah. Um, Turner and Hooch, all those things. And I think it's that type of thing in Hollywood where it's just like it's a it's a rite of passage where you yeah. do the the movie with the animal. Yeah. So I'd say uh, Channing Tatum That's was fair. just trying to yeah you know because he's done everything else. Like, yeah. He, he's, yeah. Been, he's already got his nominations for yeah. you know Teen Choice Awards and yeah. 20, 2013 Choice Male Hottie. You know he's already got his. Uh, people's choice so I'm just trying to find the most ridiculous yeah. thing choice MySpacer from 2009 oh, wow. unfortunately lost if I had time I'd delve well deep into yeah. this best 
Choice movie Hissy Fit with Jonah Hill. Only nominated for Jump Street. Oh my god. That's okay. I hope one day he finally gets the recognition. <laughs> By those children. What a joke the Teen Choice Awards yeah. are. Them and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Do you think get you, in a bin. Do you think you have to put in your date of birth before you can vote? Like you have to be a teen to vote? Let me try and vote for the Teen Choice Awards. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just ask you like a load of questions of like who is this person? And if you don't get it, they're like, yeah, you're clear. No. You know, probably ask you a lot of questions about like hiring or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't been on TV for years. Wait, no, it's on back on. Is it? Yeah, it's oh, on right. Paramount Plus. They brought it back. Oh, fuck. Uh, favorite villain, by the way, for 2021 was Don Cheadle from Space Jam 2. Incorrect. It was Adam Driver. The, the in, youths uh, of these The last day. Jill. Uh, and also nominated was like, none of the Spider-Man people. Wow. That's just stupid. The kids of these days, I'm telling you. Um, speaking of kids these days, <laughs> our mothers. Do you want to, you don't want to talk about any, any, anything? You want to, well, I'll go. No, I, I have the Tinder swindler. Yeah, do you want to talk about that? It's not a movie. I feel though. like I'm just, I'm just rambling about yeah, every no, night no, scene. No, I'm intrigued because I, ah. I, I purposely didn't ask you anything. Yeah. Um, on these, just because I knew we were talking about them. Um, Tinder swindler. It is directed by the person who did Don't Fuck With Cats, which mm. is a phenomenal Netflix series. Um, documentary series on on, on Netflix um, which I'd highly recommend this is uh, about a guy who basically poses as a super wealthy guy uh, matches with girls on Tinder and then like tricks them into thinking that he's super rich and then all of a sudden he's like I'm in trouble my enemies are after me like all my credit cards are frozen can you send me like five grand and then it builds and builds and builds and they're... is this the Nigerian prince? no he's an, he's an Israeli diamond prince but you're close Um. <clears throat> But yeah, like it's it's really obviously horrendous what your man yeah. did, um, and it's kind of like it just brings you through how oh, like emotionally manipulated these women were to trick, like to be tricked into like again, mm. like because th- he wasn't rich, he was basically using the money he would get off one woman to then pretend to pretend to be rich to the next one, yeah. and it's just this whole cycle. But as I was talking, I was talking to my housemate the other day, but I was like. Can you think about the ones that didn't give him the money though? They had the best time. Yeah. I think I've flown to Bulldog. I think I've flown to like Paris, had yeah. a five course meal, a Michelin star. And then he was like, can I turn ground? She's like, nah, I'm good. No, I think no. that had to have happened a few times. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's it's really, really, really interesting story. Um, it's probably, it probably doesn't have the same um, satisfying end as yeah. some other documentaries because I guess it's not really a happy ending in it. Yeah. Um, also, I've heard he's now he's making about thirty grand a week. I think in cameo videos and stuff. That's meanwhile, disgusting. you know, the women are still in debt. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think yeah, and they they kind of address it in the show as well. Where in the, the doc, I don't know what it is. It's not a movie. It's a movie documentary, whatever. Yeah. Uh, they kind of address it that like you know when they did come out, the women came out. They were like, oh, well, they were only they were only giving them money because they thought they they get money back, and they thought like the gold diggers. I'm just like. There's one woman who gave 140 grand. What? Yeah. So now, what I will say is, I think the the my now this I haven't looked into it, so I could be. Okay, so is he picking out women who he thinks have the money? This is my thing, and I don't think the show did a good enough job, in my opinion, of 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 let of of showing that they were wealthy women. Yeah. They kind of come across as like, oh, I'm just on Tinder, and I went to my local club. Like, it just they didn't come across like he must have known they were wealthy, and that's why he targeted them. But they start to become very. It, like I kind of did look into them a bit it was like okay yeah she's working on like luxury goods so she's clearly making like a, a significant amount of money out of yeah. not the one who gave him 140 grand yeah. but I mean like they clearly have significant money but like there's one point where he, the, one of the women's like give me 10 grand and she gives him 10 grand and you're just like what like eh, like me and you or like anyone else would be like what the fuck you wouldn't do that yeah. but you would 
if again you're emotionally ma- manipulated yeah. over the course of like a few months like one, one of them he had for like 17 months on the, the whole thing Jesus. and then um, that's patience build and build it. no but that's what I mean and it just yeah. is like um, yeah, but again but it doesn't but then like when you, you, you I can see people and myself even so much just shutting off being like what the fuck are you doing like that's yeah. stupid but if they have a lot of money to begin with yeah uh, it doesn't seem like that much, yeah, especially when you you know think he's going to pay it back. Yeah. They don't know you're you're not with any any doubt that he is going to pay it back. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's not. I. I also the other thing is I, I will say about it is it's weirdly dramatized. Like there's kind of bits in it that like are nearly like acted out, but like you don't see their faces. They just it, it just it. It doesn't come across as a stone cold documentary, yeah. Which is kind of like it's kind of hard. Is there like, like dramatization in there or something? In a way, but not like not really. You don't have like people acting, but like in any show, you get to see voice messages from them and stuff. But like, I don't know. It just didn't. I, I kind of wanted a neutral because you hear it all from the women's point of view. I kind of would have liked a narrator to be able to like because obviously they're biased. Yeah, I'm not saying they're lying. I'm just saying yeah. obviously they're biased by the whole situation. But I I think I would have liked it more as a, like a documentary. Like I don't know narrated by Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> Louis Thoreau or something Thoreau. yeah exactly yeah um, like it's it, two hours yeah give it a go it's horrendous and more people should know he's a bad person yeah and I, I feel like it's worse that he's now getting work like I mean mm. who are the people hiring him like it's but there is actually there's a thing in um, America oh, I forget the name of it now but it's a, there's a show called Inventing Anna about some yeah. who goes over and, again same thing tricks yeah. money and people but when she sold her rights to Netflix there is a law in America that you cannot profit off off crimes. Mm. So all the money that she got for the rights went straight to the people she sold money from. Yeah. Whereas so maybe it hasn't is. hasn't happened with this guy all right, he's in Israel. Yeah, like I, I feel like there's a lot of that stuff on Netflix and it, it's, it's in the kind of popular, it's in the uh, public eye for a few weeks or whatever. Yeah. And then it kind of just, you know, slowly fades away. Um, but yeah, you would hope that this type of thing maybe... Um, you know, warns people that in yeah. in the in these situations, just to be more careful and stuff, and yeah. look into people maybe and do your do your digging and stuff. Do diligence. Yeah. Um. Don't it, don't fly to a foreign country on your first date. Yeah, that's dodgy. Yeah, is it? Yeah. <laughs> if you tell me you are on a first date and you're flying with someone to like, I just, I'd be like, no, nah, I'm coming to the airport. Private, private, private jet. jet yeah. yeah. See, I would, I would be of the opinion like if you're going kind of coach, if you're going on Ryanair flight, yeah. that's fine. But private jets, no, you don't know sketch. where you go. Yeah, that seems sketch. You're a hostage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of love stories, marry me. <laughs> marry me. Um, I would first like to start by saying you would have hated this. Man. I think this, you, this would have been like a half star for you. Um, so this you is. We'll watch it. <laughs> Ah, look, wait until it gets onto Netflix. Yeah. Um, it's it's like the worst part of society. Nice. It's like, um, so Jennifer Lopez is obviously a, a singer and like she meets, she, uh, she's, she's oh, supposed keep the energy to, up, you're selling she's supposed, so much. No, she's supposed to marry this other singer or whatever who, who they did this song with or whatever and then your man gets caught cheating so she decides just spur of the moment I'm going to marry uh, Owen Wilson who's just this you know random guy or whatever um, but you know she has all these like she has all these things that she's sponsored by so she has to like you know she's always being documented with a, with a cameraman she every every morning she has to wake up and do these ads for things and stuff and, or oh she's so rough no I'm not saying I just think it's the worst part of society is like just you know you're being you're kind of selling yourself the whole time and Owen Wilson says that or whatever um, it's it's the type of movie for you know 
girls or whatever or if you like a rom-com um what what else Jimmy Fallon's in it way too much I think he makes four appearances Jimmy Fallon's in that movie yeah she's she's on Fallon at least three times zero stars (laughs) zero stars Uh, or no sorry no actually the thing is alright she's Jimmy Fallon keeps taking the piss out of her because she gets because ah. what they, what happens is she's they're doing this concert where the two singers are going to get married like at this concert yeah. in New York and then your man cheats on on her so she just picks on Wilson out of the crowd right. and was like will you marry me um, so then they get married or whatever um, oh yes okay. so then Fallon starts like taking the piss out of her on his show and like she's watching it and then she ends up going on Fallon like weeks later I'm like what are you doing <laughs> If someone's taking the piss I'd out of me, I'd confront him. I'd co- no, I'd... but she's not confronting him. She's just uh, like you know, um, pre- or pre- what's it when you're um, promoting your album or whatever, some shit like that. Um, I wouldn't say it's it's garbage. I wouldn't say it's like that bad. It's just yeah. I just didn't enjoy it. Nakira enjoyed it. She enjoyed it. Yeah. I think girls will enjoy it. It's that type of or guys that like rom coms. Yeah, I'd, yeah, easy <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, it's not that type of kind of trashy, but it's just. Owen Wilson is fine. Jennifer Lopez is fine. There's a I lot of kids in I just hope they got some money for it. That's all. Yeah. Owen Wilson. Um, I won't say it's it's kind of sweet enough, but yeah. it's just. Nah, to be honest, if, like you could have just like you, the first thing you could have said was Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. No, I refuse to. I just, yeah. Look, <coughs> many people. I bet. Tell you what. Tell you who's best friends. Jimmy Fallon and Neil deGrasse Tyson. They probably have a great time. Yeah. He's probably laughing at everything he says. Going, my God, you're funny. I'm in a bad mood today, by the way. Wait. If that's not coming across. <laughs> <laughs> okay, actually, here's a good question. Of the talk show hosts, who would be worse? James Corden, who was in yesterday. What else? He was in something else recently. He's in everything. He's no, in... he was in something else as a talk show host, wasn't he? Yesterday. Ah, uh, something we saw, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, what have you seen? Or Fallon, anyway. Corden. No, it was Fallon. definitely Corden. Yeah. Was it a TV show? Maybe. Was it CBC? Ah, oh, okay. But anyway, you, yeah. I was just wanted to know which would you think is worse? Because I think Fallon's worse than Corden. Like, Corden comes across more genuine than Fallon. Fallon's so scripted. Yeah, right? I hate... Yeah, I, I yeah. here's another hot take from Gary Brian. I hate Jimmy <laughs> Fallon's fakeness. Yeah. Because I just think, like... I just feel like he's not... I don't know. I just... it's. I feel like he never connects with a person. I feel yeah. like he's very... Like, you look know, at some of the stuff, like Stephen Colbert. I don't know if you saw it. Like, him and Andrew Garfield talking mm. about the death of his mother. Yeah. they both lost their mother. Like, I'm just like... That. That's more genuine, look, yeah. One, obviously, people tune into Jimmy Fallon for lighthearted stuff. But just... He just... Like, and he's a funny guy. He's really yeah, funny. Yeah. I just don't like his fakeness. Whereas James Corden just irritates me. As a person. That's like... Oh, the, yeah. He just... I just don't... I just don't like him. Yeah. Look, he's great. He's making billions. He's having a great time. Mm. Nothing against him. I just don't like him yeah. like if I was oh, yeah I think he would annoy me but that's fine that's yeah. that's more my fault than his yeah that's fair but who would I want in the movie I'd probably say James Corden because he's a better actor yeah because yeah. um, remember Jimmy Fallon in Jurassic World he's like oh all the, all the vials are spilling everywhere yeah that was <laughs> anyway maybe write a thank you note um, I'm uh, just trying to think if there's anything else in this no let's skip this movie no, hold on there's something else oh sorry your man John Bradley's in this as well he's our manager oh and He's he's nice as well, which is I think is is makes it worse. I'm like, yeah. oh, what are you what are you doing here? <laughs> Agents are like, yeah, um, but yeah, it's again not for me, not for you. But again, if you like a rom com and it's it pops up on Netflix, give it a go. Yeah, um, you might you might find something you enjoy about yeah. it. If you're a big fan of Jimmy Fallon, uh, like I won't say Fallon's in it. He's like he's he's probably like six minutes. Man, like. I cannot stress to you. <laughs> I don't. That six <laughs> minutes will feel like an age. <laughs> What was it we were we were watching else, something else recently where it was just like someone was in it and you were like that took forever. 
Axel. I hate mm. a lot of people. Um, right, come on, let's get where are we now? We just have two more that we want to talk about. We'll talk well, about. I, I'll, ro- I'll roll yeah. through Parallel Mothers. Okay, yeah. um, so this is a tough one to review because it's in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know Spanish. I had to do a lot of reading. We've come there. across as miserable freaks nah, in this episode. Like this, no, this is, there hasn't been a good movie this month. Yeah, that's fair. Apart from the, the one we're going to talk about next, which I think is a little bit more kind of um, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, so I, I, okay, Parallel Mothers. It's it's a Spanish movie and it is, it's shot like one of those Spanish, you know, soap operas. Yeah. And I don't know if it was supposed to be like that or if it was just, it just comes across like that. And maybe I'm just being kind of uh, ignorant. Um, so it's about these two women who meet each other in just before they go into labour uh, who are both having babies for different reasons or whatever but like the thing is alright they bring up so many different and important points in this movie okay so there's one girl who is technically raped okay but like she she comes across and says like um, you know my father didn't want me to to go to the police because, you know, it would come across poorly on the family and stuff like that. Um, so she's kind of being manipulated by her, her parents and stuff. Um, there's this whole thing of, like, during the uh, Spanish Civil War, uh, all the men in this village, one of the girls' village, just outside of, um, say, Madrid, were taken out and killed and buried in this mass grave, but they don't know where the mass grave is. Right. So, like, the main character, Penelope Cruz, is trying to find someone to excavate to find the dead body so that he can actually bury them properly. Which, right. again, I feel like is interesting, but, like, the overarching plot has nothing to do with that. Okay. It's just like it's just like this bit at the start and then this bit that pops in at the end. So, what I'm trying to say is it just seems like there's so much going on in this. Yeah. That it doesn't really know and what also, it's yeah, doing. Like, and look, as, as, as much as you would like to speak Spanish, it probably doesn't help that yeah. it is. And I feel like maybe if I was if, it, if I was a Spanish speaker, it might come across more. And again, if I was used to watching Spanish movies, it might yeah. come across more. Um, I won't say it's bad. Like, it's not... I won't say it's it's terrible, but it's just... I feel like there was so much happening. I Penelope Cruz is good. Somebody other... Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that. Whoa. <laughs> I would say Jer- Jodie Comer can... Look, we're going to fight that to the day we yeah. die. <laughs> I would say Katrina Balfe could find her, could uh, say she's very hard done by yeah. as well. Um, some of the other acting is really poor. But again, I can't tell if that's the Spanish thing or just those actors are poor. Um, there's also a plot. I don't know. I, I shouldn't spoil it. But anyway, yeah. there's a weird, weird plot that happens halfway through. Um, yeah, it's... Netflix no not at all I don't think it's the type of thing it's not like it's not like a movie where I'm like you should really invest two hours because that's what you'll have to do you'll have to invest because it's it's subtitled or unless you're a Spanish speaker but like you have to invest the two hours to watch this yeah because you can't you know as you say look at your phone or do something else yeah yeah so no I wouldn't say like it's, it's worth the investment um but I wouldn't say it's it's terrible and I wouldn't say it's 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 I wouldn't put it down as something that's like um ridiculously you know bad as as we said with with say Moonfall or with Marry Me it's yeah. just I think I think it's something some of it is just lost in translation stuff like that yeah. um and there, like like I said there are important points in it and I feel like 
they should have dug into those important points right. and dropped some of the other stuff. It's just yeah, it's just a lot of it going on at once. And yeah, what are your thoughts on the sequel then? There's a sequel. Yeah, Perpendicular Fathers. Oh, <laughs> <Glad>. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna put in a clapping? Oh yeah, <laughs> big applause. Yeah. I tell you what, I'm actually gonna put, I'm gonna put Jimmy Fallon laughing at it. <laughs> Oh my god, oh my Gary! God. Gary, Gary. Oh, oh my god, god. Gary, oh you're, god. So you're so good. funny. I go, you're so good. Send. <laughs> um, no, my other, I forgot. I actually just speaking of my bad puns. Uh, I meant to do one for last episode one. Yeah. For the sequel for Belfast, Belfast and Bel Furious. <laughs> <laughs> forgot to do that last week. Right, last stuff. month. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and delete. <laughs> yeah, get rid of that. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Parallel Mothers Yeah Right let's talk about the last movie Because uh, this was one I only watched uh, Recently Yeah It came out on Now TV Yeah um, You can also rent it from YouTube Yeah um, But it was nice to See it um, See a new movie at home Kind of thing It's the first one Maybe this year Yeah I don't know Tinder Swindler And stuff like that But a lot of the other ones We went to the movies Whereas I'm kind of glad This one didn't come out in the movies Because it's kind of Smallish scale Like yeah. it is a nice yeah. At home movie Yeah Because a lot of it Does happen at home As well Yeah I guess the, 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 the rough plot Is that it's about A Kind of like an Alexa Or Google Yeah Thing Or like a speaker Or a home assistant Voice assistant Whatever thing And um, basically Our main character Played by Zoe Kravitz yeah. With the name Of And moving on <laughs> <laughs> No what is her name Kimmy <laughs> No Anna No Angela Childs. Angela Childs. Um, yeah, so uh, she plays Angela's child. And um, what was what's interesting about this company is whenever there's a mis, whenever the Kimmy doesn't understand what a person's asking for, they have these sort of analysts that interpret what it's meant by mm. um, what someone says and then fixes it in the code so that it's for the next time the person asks. So yeah. like, there's a time where someone asks to play like a Taylor Swift song called "Me." But like it's like it keeps asking. Yeah, it's like what do you what do you what would you like? It's like, you like, no, no, no. Yeah. So there's stuff like that. But basically, what happens then is um, one of the files uh, Zoe Kravitz comes across is a crime being committed. Yeah, effectively. Um, and what's kind of interesting about it, I know you brought it up as well, that like it's kind of set in a post mid COVID world, yeah. and that like they talk about COVID quite a lot. This face mask, really interesting um, stuff, but. Yeah, what did you think of Kim? Because we haven't talked about Kim. Okay, so the main reason I wanted to watch this is because the rest of the movies this month were really poor. 90 minutes. Um, well, yeah, and it was 90 minutes. So I had seen like a lot of stuff about it that like, oh, this was a, a really good kind of representation of COVID times, but yeah. it wasn't something where COVID was the yeah. main topic of conversation within within the world. Uh, it was just like things are happening, but, you know, COVID is is uh, is around. Yeah. Um, our main character is a little bit of a kind of um germaphobe kind of she's she's suffering from a she bit of anxiety anxiety and yeah. you know covid is having an effect on that um i really enjoyed it it's it's that kind of noir movie with um modern twist. modern thing yeah twists yeah. and stuff like that it's um yeah it, like i don't think anyone other than zoe kravitz is spectacular but i think she does a really good job because yeah. like literally the whole 90 minutes is is with her like Yes. There's no, there's nothing part of the opening scene. Yeah, um, so yeah, she does a really good job. I, I kind of wanted to see another movie of hers before the Batman as yeah. well. Um, it's it, and I, the the other thing I meant to say is actually sorry. It ramps up towards the end, which I thought was really good. Ah, uh, the the end is what saved it for me. Yeah, I you're kind of didn't like. Not that I didn't like. I you're on the fence. I'd say yeah, towards but the, the end. end the, that whole end bit, I was like, yeah, loved it. Yeah, 
Um, so yeah, I, I, like, and again, I think this this is a perfect type of movie to come out at home. I would say like if it's on a now TV and you're like looking for something to watch, definitely give it a go. Um, perfect kind of representation of um, mid covid world again i don't want to give away because there is kind of twists and turns yeah, yeah. in this um so I'm, I'm kind of wary about uh saying anything like that um is there anything else um no again and again I, I would like to see more of these movies of like big actor small plot uh or confined plot yeah and just like just showing what they can do yeah um because again it's i like haven't a, seen i haven't seen many of her movies i've seen her in first yeah. class and stuff like that oh, yeah I've seen her in Dope and stuff like that, so... Um, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a Jake Gyllenhaal in a gil- The Guilty. Yeah, exactly. And I, I like those type of things that are kind of combined and you get to... You definitely see, like, she is... She's kind of very physical um, in her in her, uh, her acting. She she kind of has this presence about her. Um, but I, again, I really enjoyed it just as something that you can watch at home. Yeah. Like similar to say a, a series or a, a limited series and stuff like that but yeah. definitely something you could just throw on one night get it done get it on the letterbox yeah exactly yeah get those numbers up pump those numbers um, I, yeah. I, 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 I'm just afraid to you know yeah, spoil yeah, you know, anything because it, it is so. a short movie so you yeah. can't really say too much of it yeah. I guess my biggest thing with it is it's um, it's very 90s yeah. in terms of plot yeah exactly it's very it's that very corporate nice. conspiracy thing, corporate conspiracy it? thing yeah. but what's funny What's the, what kind of annoyed me about the movie was it, it's very simplistic yeah but there are elements that are introduced that you think are going to go places but don't and even when they are yeah. solved you're kind of like wait that was it yeah was that not a bigger yeah there's one, there's one character yeah, in it that, I was like yeah, yeah. but then there's other things it's just like it kind of ends and you're like ends how I expect it to end but mm. the movie I think feels like it's going to be smarter than that yeah yeah. Um, but I looked into who wrote it and man, this guy is Mr. 90s. Yeah. Um, Death Becomes Her, Jurassic Park, Car- Carlito's Way, mm. uh, Mission Impossible, The Lost World, Jurassic Park, Snake Eyes, um, the, the, the Nick Cage one. Nick Cage one, yeah. Uh, Panic Room. Yeah. Spider-Man 2002. What? Really? Um, What's his name? Uh, D- uh, David Cope. Okay, I think I've heard of him, yeah. He's probably, uh, Zathor, yeah. War of the Worlds, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, Ghost Town, Angels and Demon, Demons, Premium Rush. I love Angels. Yeah. Uh, I love, I love the, the Finch. Very nineties though. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, yeah. Also, that's written a book. It's easy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what it's else? Exactly. There's so many more. Inferno, Jack Ryan, uh, Shadow Recruit, The Mummy. Um, Which one? The bad one. Oh. Uh, and Kimmy, and he's also doing some other stuff. So it's very nineties. Yeah. Um, which I kind of was like in terms of plot. But what I really loved about it, and you said it there, it's like it's so cool to have COVID and in some sense some technology mm. but it's not a big fuss it's not cringy yeah. it's not like yeah I w- was th- was getting worried that it was going to be something like yeah. the AI gets out or something mm. like something weird like that um, but it's just it's just it's just like a snapshot of yeah. 2022 mm. uh, 2020s um, day in the life of technology and yeah. COVID yeah. and it's not trying to like overplay COVID or overplay technology yeah. there's no like cringy like I'm just on Facebook right now yeah. and then like you know what I mean like that shit where you watch yeah movies from like 10 years ago and you're like you just see like really outdated tech where they make yeah. a big deal of being like look how cool is it that we have this in this movie like they talk about Instagram they don't show it they yeah, talk about it exactly, and Instagram yeah. changed every couple of years so yeah. even more like they don't show any actual tech yeah. I just thought it was really good was exactly really good. The, the, the two other things I would like to mention is I would like to know well personally I think they did a good job of showing someone suffering from anxiety or suffering from say that yeah. kind of 
loneliness of living in a world where you're like afraid to go outside kind of afraid to go outside or um, stuff like that I don't know if they did a good job but I think they did like I think she yeah. she does a good job of it. and the other thing is and this is a, a, a small point I don't think anyone's going to kind of be attracted to the movie because of it but I thought the sound design was really cool it was there's, very cool there's, sound. there's bits where she puts headphones in and the sound kind of drops because yeah. her headphones in so you're kind of again it's not something that's going to make or break the movie but it definitely yeah, engages you yeah. Um. so yeah look did you like how she dried her hands after hand sanitizer? Yeah, it's really But cool. again, that's the thing I, I say, her, her physical yeah. acting, like it's it's so easy just to be like, oh yeah, and my hands are dry. Yeah. But like, she Wait, actually, yeah. And because she's the type of person that does that so often or cleans yeah, yeah. his hands so often, it makes sense. Um, so yeah, look, it's definitely something, I think it's a perfect movie to watch at home. I would be wary to go see this in cinema and obviously it's not in cinemas, but you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, definitely give it a go. Best movie of the month for me. Maybe not in cinemas, but like... I think Uncharted is... Yeah, personally, I would say, but objectively, I think this uh, is better. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I would say I, I had a better time with Uncharted, but I, I think objectively, yeah. I would recommend... Well, you recommend. didn't have a better time with Uncharted. Well, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> we're not talking about that. <laughs> we're already in bad enough movies. Yeah. Because I was going to... I was going to section off a whole part of this podcast for yeah. that. Yeah, I was um, going to say, but, but I'm tired. I think, I'm yeah. in a grumpy mood. Yeah. Um, well, that was like, look, okay, but it's it's important in life to always be looking forward. Yeah. You know, don't be don't be just looking in the past, which is why I wanted to read out to you all the movies that aren't the Batman coming out in March okay. that we should be excited okay. for. Um. So yeah, it's really difficult because sometimes Ireland's like, ah, oh, we'll release this and then it doesn't come out that one. Yeah. But I have some stuff here that might be good. Um. I think for me, there's one movie called Operation Fortune Ruse. Yeah. De Guerre. That's the um. Uh, Guy Ritchie Guy movie Ritchie, with yeah. Hugh Grant Statham's in it isn't he? Statham's in it uh, Audrey Plaza's Sorry, in it Plaza, yeah. uh, Hugh Grant doing the impression <laughs> he did of Michael Caine from The Gentleman, Gentleman yeah. which I can't wait for <laughs> no, I can't tell is that, is that Raymond? Uh, Raymond Could I, uh, get, could I get a Wagyu I've steak Raymond? Uh, I've never had a beer Wagyu <laughs> That's very good <laughs> um, What else? Ambulance yeah, uh, with Jake Gyllenhaal and it's a Michael Bay. Yeah, yeah, Abdul Mateen the second and Michael, Michael Bay. And uh, that could be interesting. It's all about an ambulance. <laughs> uh, fresh. Yeah. Uh, with Sebastian Stan, Stan it's yeah. about uh, something to do with. Do you know about this? What's fresh? I don't want to. I see. I if people haven't seen it, I yeah, don't maybe yeah, because I I've kind of stayed away because I think I know what it's about. But okay, um, turning yeah. red. Yeah, it's kind of, it's a cartoon, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Pixar movie about when someone gets when a like a teenager gets stressed or super anxious, they turn into a big red panda. Interesting. But apparently, it's like way more full on about puberty than you'd expect Pixar to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's probably. I, I think they're talking about like puberty and like menstruation and stuff like that in it, which I'm like, fair that's play. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, the other one, I don't know if you if you have it on the list, the Adam Project. Literally the next yeah, one. Yeah, the next one. Um, and it's then, very dark. Yeah, I can't see what's going on. I'm getting old. I think it's going to be a bit like you know the what was it? Not Jupiter Ascending. What was it? Tomorrow Land? Tomorrow World? Tomorrow Land? Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, Tomorrow World. Do you know those type of movies? Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I wasn't inspired by it. Yeah. Um, Ryan Reynolds is great and a lot of stuff, yeah. but I think he's getting. I'm, I'm like he's getting he on that edge. Do, he needs to do something else. Yeah, he needs to change um, it up. Otherwise, he's just he's basically like the higher brow Adam Sandler yeah. <laughs> just the same character in every, every movie, movie yeah. um, The Lost City is in March isn't it uh, I don't see it in for Ireland but it is on this list it's for like City, March yeah. movies again yeah. Lost Ireland it's like it's Lost City it's Sandra Bullock is like a, a fantasy romance novelist yeah. and 
she writes about like this adventurer called I don't know what the fuck's name Sebastian. is Sebastian Sebastian I literally think of that <laughs> um, but what do you call it it's uh, the guy who gets for the cover artist is, is Channing Tatum and he's all like can you live off that I totally can live off that what R- job like as that 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 being your job it's his own. he probably has an OnlyFans yeah, maybe maybe as an Instagram um, yeah. but what you call it it's uh, yeah so he's the cover model and what happens then is someone has been reading into her books too much and thinks that the, the fantasy the, the adventure is there's real treasure out there to be got and uh, so all of a sudden she's kidnapped by Daniel Radcliffe yeah and uh, Channing Tatum tries to help um, yeah. rescue her but he does a bad job because he's only a cover model. Yeah. And then Brad Pitt's, Brad in, that Pitt's movie? in it for some oh, reason. I can't wait. Yeah. These are two things I'm very excited for this year. Have yeah. you heard, heard about Bullet Train? No. Oh, what? Is that a Netflix movie? I don't know, David, but it's about a Bullet Train. What? Do, you do, do you want me to do this thing where Gary Google something is just tangents the podcast? Is it in Japan? I think so. Okay. I don't know. But uh, it's directed by David Leach. Leach. Oh. John Wick. John Wick, yeah. Let me tell you who's in this fucking cast. All right. You ready? Yeah. Hold on to your seat. Put your seatbelt on. We're in the car now. We're in a car. We're on a bullet train. Okay. <laughs> Is this, Keep one, your hands the, is this one of these car podcasts now? <laughs> yeah, we're moving car podcasts. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Sandra Bullock. Lady Gaga. Joey King from The Kissing Booth 1, 2, mm. and 3. Damn it, guys. Uh, another guy who I don't know who was probably in stuff but I, okay, I'll look at it. Aaron Taylor Johnson. He's in a lot of stuff just do, like yeah. doing little roles. Bad Bunny. Who? Bad Bunny. The he's rapper? a rapper. Rapper, yeah. Uh, he's in something else recently. Uh, the other guy who I didn't know he was in, he's in Snake Eyes. I think he's Stormbreaker from Snake Eyes. Stormbreaker? Stormbreaker. Yeah, Storm. Alex Ryder. <laughs> no, what's it? What's it? Shadow, Storm Shadow. Just Come Storm on, Shadow. lad. Oh, Look, he's after We're going to get letters. He's after that egg. Uh, Brian Terry Henry. Wow. Logan Lerman. I haven't seen him in a movie in ages. <laughs> I, I think he's a really good actor as well. Zazzy Beats. Uh, another person I don't know. Another person. Oh, these are like... Um, Michael Shannon. And this one other person I thought was another web factor. Maybe not. Oh, you ever watch Heroes? No. Ah, uh, <laughs> the guy from Heroes. Uh, that's what yeah. I was happy about. That's a weird um, cast. And then there's another person whose name I can't pronounce. It's when is this coming out? Hiroyuki Sandanda, who's in Mortal Kombat, Rush Hour, The Last Samurai, and The 47 Ronin. And another actress who's in The Boys. And Suicide Squad. Oh, she's uh, Katana from Suicide Squad. She's in it as well. Oh, she's the one. Yeah, she's in The Boys. Right? Yeah. Um, when is this coming out? Yeah, this, July is this... 15th. Okay, so this is a summer blockbuster. Yeah, movie. yeah. This isn't... The teaser came out. It's great. Okay, wow. Well, yeah, really, really that excited. sounds interesting. Yeah, it's not coming out in March, so I don't know why I'm talking about it. No, I know, but it is interesting. It's just um, like Brad Pitt's got an interesting year coming up, so I'm getting that. He clearly won the Oscar and was like, let me just take on some just, magic prime. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I have one more movie. Yeah, in March. Potentially. Oh, no, I have two more. Yeah. Cheap by the Dozen with Zach Braff. No. Do you know what? This is going to be the Home Alone movie all over No, again. do you know what's happened? Here we go. I'm going to go on a tangent. So what happens is. In Cheap by the Dozen, there's two movies yeah. about people having loads of kids. Yeah. There's Cheap by the Dozen, Cheap by the... and then the other one I can't remember. It's got uh, Jack Quaid's dad in it. Dennis Quaid. It's got Dennis Quaid <laughs> in it. It's called uh, Yours, Mine's, and Ours. But it's also about, um, what you call it? Oh, we've got too many family members. Like, anyway, yeah, it's basically two parents and a lot of kids. The plot of Yours, Mine's, and Ours is two people who get married... Who had a lot of kids to begin with, yeah. and then they're all like yeah. have kids, and that's the same for this Cheap by the Dozen movie. But real fans who've been there since day one knows Cheap by the Dozen is about two horny ass people having twelve kids, yeah. and I think it is disgraceful <laughs> to the to the to the loyal fan base of Cheap by the Dozen 
that it is important and vital that Zach Braff is a horny ass motherfucker who has 12 kids. So wait, sorry, what, what's the, you're saying he, he adopts so, 12 in, kids? No, in this one it's like Zach Braff and his wife, or I can't remember the actress, get married and they both have a lot of kids separately and oh. then they get married, they have a lot of kids. Which is the plot of Yours, Mine's Yours, Mine's and Ours. Okay, no. yeah. So they, this should be, this should be called Your Mine's and Ours or it should be a reboot of that movie yes. instead of Cheaper but by the Dozen. Disney don't have the rights yeah, that yeah, they yeah, have yeah, Cheaper yeah. by the Dozen because yeah. I think they they don't really want to get into the details of, you know. But like, that's why he cast the, the Silver Fox stunt that is Steve Martin. Yeah, exactly. You know he's having yeah. 12 kids. Exactly. <laughs> he, that guy can still be going strong. I'm telling you. Right. Should we do cheap? <laughs> no, that's kidding. Wait, right, anyway. Before you say something ridiculous. Yeah, okay. Uh, what else? Of course. Deep, Deep Water's coming out. Uh, that's based on a book. It's got Ben Affleck and yeah. Anna Armas in it. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, that looking forward to, to, I'm looking forward to the press bit, tour. It looks like um, a Gone Girl movie, doesn't it? I don't know. I didn't really look too much into it. No. I, again, like I said, I'm just looking forward to the press tour because they used to go out. Yeah. They don't go out anymore. He's, he's now going out with Jennifer Lopez yeah, again. This other stuff. Yeah, and then i done the stuff that we're probably going to miss, but most importantly, March 31st. <laughs> midnight screening. March 31st? Yeah. Dr. Mickey Morby is the Dracula man. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was supposed to be coming out in April. Yeah, it was supposed to come out in... Oh, no, it's coming out... Uh, Ireland's coming out 31st. But also, that weekend is Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and the bad guys. Cannot wait for that. Mickey Morbius. Mickey Morbius, the Dracula man. <laughs> Dr. Mi- Mickey Morbius. Dr. Mickey Morbius, the Dracula man. Can't wait. Um, no, but seriously. Bat- the Batman. Can't yeah, wait the Batman. for the Batman. Yeah, can't wait. Rob Bat Bat Bat. Rob Bat 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 and, and Kimmy. And, oh fuck, I had a Kimmy joke. Can I go back and go for yeah, yeah. um, One of the actresses in Kimmy, it was in Jingle All the Way. She's the man from Jingle All the Way. You know the person? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the PR girl. Do you reckon she could have got Annie in this movie? No, I've seen her. She could have got your man who played Anakin. Put the Kimmy down. <laughs> Put the Kimmy down. Put the Kimmy down. Put the Kimmy down. <laughs> what are you doing? I'll delete from notes. <laughs> oh, the man. Okay, we're getting to I love Kimmy. Now. We're going delirious Kimmy, now. This I is, want to fist paint. This is causing... Kimmy, get to the chopper. <laughs> this, this is... This has gone from off the rails to in the ditch. Yeah, that's what we should have called this podcast. Off the rails. Yeah, exactly. Um, off the reels. Off the reels. Okay, so... This is the question I have for yourself and for the people of... Who are listening. Whoever, whoever many people it yeah. is. Expectation-wise. Batman. Yeah, how good is Batman going to be? Okay. My theory, based on what I've seen online and stuff like that. Don't tell I, me. No, wait. Hold on. I don't. No, it's not very. It's not a very spoilery movie apparently. Okay. Yeah. And because, uh, great Scott uh, was saying like, don't worry too much. It's a lot. Of, it's a movie with a lot of cool things in it. Yeah. yeah. There's not like a, oh, all of a sudden this guy's. Di-, there's no like big shot. There's obviously twists and turns in it, but like there's nothing like Spider Man No Way Home where you're like you need to see it the first day. Yeah. And um, she just goes. Uh, no, she hasn't seen it, but like that's what she's heard. She she knows the story of it. I think it's going to be a very beautifully shot movie. I think it's going to be very cool. It's going to be a great depiction of Batman and, and Catwoman. Um, I think the acting is going to be superb. And I think it's all going to be overshadowed, overshadowed by Colin Farrell doing his Penguin impression. <laughs> Take it easy, hey, sweetheart. sweetheart. Uh, for those at home, how many impressions have I done? Uh, <laughs> we should have a counter. Bing. <laughs> um, no, like I... I would just want a good Batman movie. I mean, we haven't got a good Batman movie I think for it will a while. Be. I, I yeah. think it'll definitely be something. Yeah. I think it, it, like... Even like a crime... I love a crime thriller. Yeah, the world's greatest detective. Yeah. 
Oh, I love. I can't wait to see some detecting. Yeah, I want to see the Batman. When was the, la- when was the last time Batman actually did some detecting? Because um, he did a little bit of it in the Dark Knight, but he, uh, he, in he, Zack Snyder in, in in Joss Whedon's Justice League when he detected that uh, he was bleeding. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Yeah, remember he was like, remember he was like, he was really bad reshoot, and he's just like, yeah, I definitely bleed, <laughs> or something's definitely bleeding. That was that? yeah, that was terrible. He detected that pretty yeah, good. Yeah, he used all his smarts um, and, and, and initiative. No, I'm very much looking forward to this. I know we're going to... I don't know if this is a good, a good idea to go to this. It's definitely not because it's three fucking hours long. Yeah. Again. Well, I'm, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> and, I, and I get to have my fun. <laughs> That's all that matters. Um, yeah. I. So yeah, the question is, Batman... Riddle me this. <laughs> the question is, do you want to see the Batman or any other movie this month? Yeah, maybe I should have the polls like, what other movie would you see besides Batman? Yeah, Batman, Batman yeah. Or maybe we'll just make it a Batman thing. Maybe we'll have all the options of Batman. Yeah. Sure. That's another one. Thanks, February. Again, like like I said, if, you, if you're if you still hanging around, yeah, give us some feedback. They're clicking in. Give us some We're feedback. I would, love, I would love to hear some feedback on this. Send it to your friends if they want to know what to see in the cinemas or what to invest their money into. Yeah, OmniPass, yeah. $14.99. <laughs> um, let us know. Um, yeah look an- another good podcast in the book Scary. yeah <coughs> I think so love <laughs> so long and remember kids don't talk during the cinema <laughs> don't talk during don't talk when the movie's on well the spooky Scary David will get you <laughs> right uh, yeah, oh I have to do the whole thing um, you wanna know uh, yeah look the episodes are coming out every once in a while you can follow on at reading the peers on Instagram and I put a post there you can uh, follow on Spotify oh I meant to say this little if you're listening on Spotify there's a little five star thing just give us five stars what are you doing <laughs> give us five like, I swear to god what else are you doing I've just I've just done it right now yeah David's just, that's how easy it is <laughs> Um, so do that, please. I, I don't even mean anything. Just do it. I want it. I want, I, we don't get any money from it. We don't get any more exposure. I just want it. I want it. That's all. I can't, I can't explain it. Um, so yeah, and like there's also Apple. But the, you can give five stars on Apple as well, but I think it's the Spotify I want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, David, Mr. David Scanlon, thanks again for indulging me uh, Happy to be once here. again. And everyone who's listened, thank you very much. I'm going to see you next time.